Hey guys, before we get started on the show, a brief disclaimer. In this episode, we talk about a few things that are a little bit more uh, mature. Uh, we keep it tasteful, we don't use any bad language or anything. But if you're under 13, or maybe just a little uncomfortable with discussion about homosexuality, especially within the context of Christian entertainment, maybe you want to skip this episode. Or maybe that sort of thing intrigues you, and that's all the more reason to listen. Anyway, let's go. Now to pull on the headphones and see how it sounds. Oh, that's great! everybody, it's Garrett Vandenberg from the Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in adventures and Odyssey news and reviews and all this stuff. It's good to be back! I am pumped to share with you the very last part of our review of Album 60. We get into the two-parter that ends the album, In Between the Lines. This is a pretty intense episode, and we pretty brutally rip it apart. So without any further ado, enjoy our review of In Between the Lines. Okay, so we're on to the final two episodes, or it's a final episode, it's a two-parter, mm-hmm. Between the Lines, part one and two. So, this is another return of a character episode. We haven't really, have we heard from Jason so far on this episode? Is this the first one he's in? In Wait, in this... In this in this album. This this is the first episode with Jason. Uh, we're, yeah. Yeah, 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 it is. Whatever. Anyway, so Jason's back, but this is the first episode in quite a while that we've heard from Wit's daughter, Jana. Oh, yeah. And she's right back to her usual bratty self. <laughs> I mean, she was, true, she yeah. was never really a likable character, and she's really good at, at being annoying. So she comes <laughs> back and continues to be just that. So props to the actor for, for pulling off being annoying so well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether that's a compliment or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some more to say about her performance later on, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But so this episode, just as a reminder to anybody who's trying to remember what this episode's about, we've got Jana back in town. She's going to maybe be an assistant or a PR assistant for this new author we haven't heard of. Mm. He's writing a book. And there's a side plot. What's that? What else is happening? Um, um, Penny and Wooten. Oh, yeah, they're, they're doing something. They're, Penny's they're, ex is in town under yeah. a different name. Well, ah, and Wit is pregnant. Oh, yeah, that too. That, yes. uh, that's actually something. I was really entertained by those jokes. I, I actually laughed out loud for a good minute after that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Both laughing times. a lot at that one too. <laughs> I enjoyed this episode. I think the one thing that I was kind of a little bit iffy about was just like at the beginning, the way they set up that the writer is a bad person. When I first listened to her, I was thinking, wow, this is a, this is a nice person. This is going to be an interesting, fun episode. And then Wit and Jason leave and they both got these edgy feelings about her. And that almost left me, uh, I was kind of like, okay, but there's no reason for you to feel that way. Yeah. So unfortunately, like as a listener, it's almost going against what I believe about the episode. It's yeah. almost like the these characters are saying, we don't like this character. Right. So you shouldn't like them either, but I'm like, wait, but, yeah, but I do to, to like this character. It just sounds like, wow, Wit and Jason are kind of you're, you're kind of paranoid, yeah. Wit. <laughs> like, chill, guys. So I guess that was the one thing that I didn't like was they almost set up, this character is bad, there's no reason that they're bad yet, but they're bad. Maybe your spiritual discernment's just off, you know? Maybe, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have been I'm, able I'm to having discern trouble. that, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I should be able to spiritually discern the religious nature of people. <laughs> of who a fictional are character. <laughs> of fictional characters, yeah. I, I think that was my main problem with it. Other than that, I enjoyed 
pretty much everything else. I enjoyed the story with Wooten, like trying to build his house. I thought it was really funny. All of his interactions with yeah. uh, what's his face? Is it William? Like th- well, that's the he, name he, he goes by, but he's Devin. First, yeah. But he's Devin. I'll call him Wevin. <laughs> Dillium. Dillium. I actually like that better. I'll just say Dillium. So his interactions with Dillium are all pretty funny. He's like, hey, do you know how to build a... Do you a know bendigo? how to do an Abendigo? What is that? Just <laughs> yeah. all really fun. And all those references to the different things in his house, like the raspberry lemonade. Mm-hmm. Something that Caleb hasn't listened to, but in other episodes, he does reference it. Like There's one episode where he's talking to someone. He's, he actually offers them peppermint lemonade yeah he always has different kinds of lemonade i see yeah, he's got all sorts of different types of lemonade and so got it's it. pretty funny to <laughs> yeah. me as a longtime listener mm. and i actually didn't see the dillium thing even coming i didn't have any idea that he was uh penny's ex so it made mm-hmm. it all the more interesting and actually kind of funny to me that penny tried to set connie up with her ex that <laughs> that line was just perfect i set you up with my ex-boyfriend <laughs> yeah, a very fun episode. I, I want to jump in here. I've, I actually have quite a few notes. So, so with this episode for me, I feel like as far as script wise, I felt like it was a pretty solid script. My main problems are there are several points throughout the episode where I feel like the performances just were, were not very good. Mm-hmm. There's something about the opening scene. When I think about the lines that are being said, if I think about imagining them on the page, I feel like, OK, that could be a good scene. But there's something about the interaction between Wit and Connie is it Penny in there or no? It's Wit and Connie and yeah, Penny. yeah Wit Connie and Penny. It just it yeah. feels kind of awkward. It feels like they're reading the script, not actually having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's going on? Oh, I'm just doing some last minute cleaning. Jana gets in today. Oh, that's right. He must be so excited that she's moving here. Well, for a year at least. Who's Jana? My daughter. She'll be working as a public relations rep for an author. And not just any author. Robin Mallory! Wow! And I think this is the point where you were talking previously, and that I was also going to mention, where there's a lot of really, um, they're kind of beating you over the head with the exposition to explain these characters mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Which is important for, yeah, for listeners like you, Caleb, who, who mm-hmm. don't know anything about these characters. But... I really appreciate subtlety when it comes to that. And this was really not subtle. It was just, you know, this is, I guess they're expecting, you know, young kids, but I think kids can pick up even when you're a little bit subtle, but they're just like, okay, this is so-and-so's, this is my daughter. This is her personality. We're not going to actually develop it by showing her personality. We're just going to, we're going to tell you what her personality is first. Yeah. She's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> personality <laughs> vegan. <laughs> we are, so we already know she's going to be a jerk. <laughs> Trigger um, warning. Th- this part of the episode I really liked is Connie going around constantly trying to figure out what's wrong with Mr. Whitaker. And when she's convinced that he has scurvy, I really <laughs> laugh. That, I laughed at that, too. She, when she I think about all it, the things and then she says, it's scurvy. <laughs> and so at the beginning when she offers with the muffin and he's like, mmm, yum. That was one of the few lines I felt like was really... <laughs> <laughs> like it really sounds like he does not want that muffin. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, muffins! How how nice! Uh-huh. Are they the same kind as last time? Oh no, these have flaxseed in them. Yep. Mmm. And, and like we were saying before, as far as the pregnancy thing, that was that was pretty clever as well. I laughed at that. And they did it twice. I met. I I didn't expect. <laughs> Them to make the same joke twice yep. and for it to be funny both times. <laughs> it was funny to me both times the first time I heard it, but this is now the fourth time I've heard it, and and hearing it a second <laughs> time is like, okay, 
Yeah. We already heard that joke. Can we yeah. can we be done with that one? Well, that's gonna be true with any of that. So that makes it like my eighth time hearing the joke. I'm like, okay, it's okay again. So, Something tells me when you're editing this episode, most of our jokes are not going to be funny by the time you're <laughs> probably. Yeah. But w- one thing that kind of caught me. I mean, I think when I first listened to this episode, as well as this time listening through the episode, the tension that builds up between Jana and this author. I thought it was going a different direction. I thought that Focus on the Family was finally going to go up and address homosexuality. I felt me, that I coming. was kind of worried about that yeah. too. I was really thinking there was going to be some some lesbo stuff going yeah. on. Not yeah. stuff. I, I felt like there was going to be some, some female romance, if mm-hmm. we can say that on yeah. the show. So then when it comes out that she's like, you know, some wizard. <laughs> that wizard really, psychic. It really did throw me off. Yeah. The, the appropriate term is enlightened. <laughs> When she turns out to be a dark master of the arts, level eight, when, when you find that out, it, it really does catch me off guard. So I, I recognize that. I think that that's supposed to be. You're not supposed to realize it until, the, oh, OK, wow, she actually is into this stuff. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it throws you off. But I feel like the episode could have been handled a little differently to not build this tension in that way. Maybe my mind is just screwed over because of all the 21st century entertainment where everybody's a lesbian now. And I thought, right. No. <laughs> so and, and there's that new stuff where they're trying to make Captain America gay. Yeah. Or Elsa. Have you heard that one too? Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. As far as the, <laughs> the spiritual girl in the school of spirituality, I have met people like that. And that was a 100% accurate representation. They are really that annoying. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And that bad at their craft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've had people be like, so you're Jeremy. Nope. Garrett. I knew it was a G- G- one of those letters that can make the sound <laughs> Yeah. Like, r- really? Okay. So, I felt like that was pretty spot on. But one other thing I was going to mention is this episode and the format that it follows with Mr. Whitaker kind of having these, like, spiritual attacks really, really reminded me. I feel like it really very strongly parallels that episode a long time ago with Jimmy and uh, his cousin. Remember that one? Castles yeah, and Cauldrons? I do. So, we're, we're addressing this issue of witchcraft twice in this show, which is... Mm-hmm. Which is a problem in our society, but it's not nearly as big of a social problem right now as homosexuality. So mm-hmm. I almost wish the episode had gone that direction. Yeah. Especially, I feel like Jana would have been the perfect character to do that with. I mean, we see in this episode, and I feel like it works in the script, that she is kind of shallow in her faith, and that she actually was kind of tempted to fall in the, in, even into this witchcraft. Mm-hmm. I feel like she could have yeah. just as easily been, been tempted by, you know, homosexuality. I feel like this would have been, a, mm. she would have been a good character to do it, because she, she's, she's somebody that we know... So it's not just like, okay, this is just this new character has been introduced and we can't really empathize with them, which is I feel like if a Christian show really wants to approach this this issue properly, we need to have a character that we know and love be struggling with it. I know a lot of charismatic Christians that are still they don't have any gay friends. They just demonize homosexuals. And I feel like that's totally I mean, from from a churchy perspective, it just promotes this us or them mentality. I want to I want to see this subject approached from a view where we have somebody that we already care about struggling with this where it's it's no longer just oh it's just those homosexuals it's okay this is this is this is our friend what do we actually do in a real life situation when somebody we know is struggling with this so i actually really wish the episode had gone that direction and i feel like odyssey being the show that it is and our generation you know every age group right now is being exposed to this it would have been a good time to do an episode like that so I was a little disappointed they didn't do that. But overall, I feel the episode, it worked. But the yeah, there was a few um, scenes that just were not acted very well. The biggest one for me, I think, was I don't think the actor that plays Jana is is a very good actor. She just like she, she did. She knows how to play the character of Jana. But I don't think in general she actually is a good actor. One very clear example of this is the very last scene where she's like 
pretty dryly explaining what happened and then suddenly she's crying and there's no yeah. emotional buildup. It just suddenly, oh, oh mm-hmm. wait, you're crying now? But you didn't even know I was with her. How did you know I'd need it? Just a sense. Oh, I'm glad you made the right decision, honey. I can't believe I was pulled in by that woman. I should have known. Well, how could you have? Well, you two did. You knew something wasn't right. What do you think, Caleb? What, what are your thoughts on this episode? I was uh, I, I was catching the same sort of homosexuality vibes that you were. Um, I wasn't necessarily disappointed that they went that way or didn't go that way. I would have been surprised if they did um, and impressed for sure. But I, I have to say, even the psychic thing, even the whole subject matter, although it's not quite as, I guess, relevant as the homosexuality, it certainly took me off guard. And I was surprised for, you know, a family thing. They were addressing it and bringing it up. And even the specific conversation where the author is trying to convince Jaina to, you know, come to the dark side or whatever, the arguments that she was using were she was relating Christianity to what she has and how right. you get that power. And I, I sense your connection to the spiritual realm and all that kind of stuff. It not necessarily that's an incredibly convincing argument or whatever, but it sounds almost cohesive. And it was, right. I'm sure, not too dissimilar to what would happen in real life if that sort of storyline were to take place. I would have to agree that Jaina's acting overall was not superb. I didn't really believe her at any point. <laughs> um, I, I was certainly more into and interested into that storyline than the, the side storyline with the ex-boyfriend because I didn't know who that guy was. The one thing I did have to say coming into this from the only Odyssey experience I have is from forever ago and finally being able to hear Mr. Whitaker around. <laughs> I was so excited because this is the one character I remember and he's finally here and there's no imagination machine. So I'm really upset about that. But um, <laughs> uh, overall, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was more, I guess, serious than some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't mind that. I thought it was a new, interesting, different type of direction than some of the other episodes were going. And it was a good one to end yeah. on because of that, I think. So, Ryan, what's your rating? My rating for this episode, hmm, what kind of cool I'm going to rate it R. Let's say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rate it nine, nine raspberry curbendables okay. out of ten. I'm going to say, uh, wait, raspberry, wait, what? Raspberry curbendables. It's a mix of raspberry lemonade and so like <laughs> throw, throwing throwing lemonade down down the uh, slide. All right, I would have wanted to give it about an eight, but I feel like the script is an eight. But as far as some of the performances, they knocked it down to to a seven. I will say raspberry curbendigos. I will have eight, eight of those. I will have eight <laughs> raspberry curbendigos, please. <laughs> Coming right up. I'll go get that for <laughs> thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Whew, that was a lot of work reviewing all those episodes. I needed a nap. I'm kidding, that was like weeks ago when we actually recorded these. I'm not tired any- well, I'm kind of tired, but it doesn't have anything to do with that. Anyway, that's it for our review of Album 60. Keep refreshing your podcast feeds, though, because we will be back really soon with our first installment of our interview with Phil Lawler, which is 
Really great stuff, guys. I think you're going to enjoy this. If the insides of you are just craving for more of the scoop, though, while you wait for that episode, why don't you go check out odysseyscoop.com, check out the archives, check out their opinion articles. There's a lot of great content down there. odysseyscoopcast.com is our podcast page. You can read more about me and Kevin and all the other guys associated with the show. It's a pretty cool website. Anyway, until next time, never be without the Odyssey Scoop. Literally. I actually thought that was kind of interesting yeah. that now Wits got almost like this old person feel. It almost kind of reminds me of old people who are like, oh, my ankle's acting <laughs> up. That means it's going to rain. Oh, my, my nose is running. I think and demons are attacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So so Wits got his own you know spiritual radar system yeah. in his body now. He doesn't have a gaydar. So it, it'll be interesting to see that. Demar? What's, what's that? What's that specifically stand for? Deep demon radar. <laughs> There's no more no, abbreviation no. other than that. <laughs> so I'm stopping my recording there.